and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 26, 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today on another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast. Everyone is still reeling from the NBA drafts, talking about it, debate, all that good stuff. Everyone's getting acclimated to the players that they drafted for their teams. So before we get into more of the season, Let's talk about those players that went undrafted. So this is the undrafted episode because there were a lot of guys deserving to be drafted, but as every year, some just don't make the list for whatever reason. And this year, especially because we had 58 picks instead of 60 because two teams were disqualified from having their draft picks. So it happens. It's unfortunate. The NBA thinks they're punishing the teams, but you're really punishing those players. So on this episode, I'm going to give you the full list of undrafted free agent rookie signings because most of these players have been signed already on two-way contracts, uh, summer league contracts or whatever. And I'm also going to list you my top 12 undrafted players that were in this 2023 NBA draft. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. I am going to start off with Terquavion Smith, my top-ranked player that was undrafted. Had him on my big board at 34th. The point guard from NC State, I'll get into more of his details when I go to what team he signed to, but dynamic point guard, I've compared him to Jamal Crawford, but he's a streaky shooter, so that's why he was undrafted. 36 on my big board, Grant Sherfield, point guard from Oklahoma, big-time player, should have been drafted. Uh, Azulas Tobelis, third, he's third on the list because I had him on my big board at 40th the big man from Arizona. Then Omari Moore had him 42nd on my big board. The 6'6 guard from San Jose State, really good. Next, Adama Sanogo had him 43rd on my board. The big man from UConn, national champion. Number 46, Vincent Valerio Bodan, the 6'10 Hungarian. Had him 46, if I didn't say. 47th on my big board, Ricky Council from Arkansas, dynamic guard. 49, Will Richard, 6'5", guard from Florida. 52 on my big board, Colin Colin Castleton, the 6'11", big man from Florida. 56 on my big board, Nadir Hippie, the point guard from France, dynamic, uh, below the rim dynamic, very fast, shifty point guard. Number 56 on my big board. Number 57 on my big board, Marquise Noel, point guard from K-State. Tiny, tiny point guard. That's the only reason why he went undrafted. And last but not least, my 12th player is Justin Powell from Washington State. Had him 58 on my big board. Those are the top 12 right there. Some honorable mention are Antoine Davis, Jazzy and Gortman, Armand Franklin, Marcus Bagley, Adam Flagler, Mike Miles, Oscar Toshibwe, uh, National Player of the Year, Oscar Toshibwe. So Landers Nolly. So those are the list. Those are the best undrafted rookies from the draft. But you're gonna want to hear if you're fans of a team. You're gonna want to know who did your team sign, and you know I've listed the best guys. Did your guy get any of these guys that were considered the top undrafted free agents? Because you have to realize some teams didn't even have a draft pick. Like the Sixers didn't even have a draft pick. The Phoenix Suns basically didn't have a draft pick. They had like the 52nd pick, and that was it. The Bulls, yeah, they traded in. The Bulls almost didn't have to pick, but they traded in. So 
some teams didn't really do too much. Some teams had three and four and five draft picks in this class. So let's see what your team did. First, starting in alphabetical order, let's go with the Atlanta Hawks. They signed some guys, but not noteworthy because I didn't know any of them. <laughs> I probably recruited 110, 115 players, you know, scout, scouted 115 players. I'm not a college coach yet, but <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks uh, signed three guys, none of them that I knew. Miles Norris was on the two-way contract, David Singleton, Exhibit 10 contract, Jarkel Joyner, Exhibit 10 contract. So there's going to be a two-way contract, Exhibit 10 contract, and Summer League contract. And the only one that really matters is the two-way contract because Exhibit 10 and the Summer League are basically, uh, you're going to try out for the team. You know, you're going to come play with us in Summer League and we'll see how it goes. The two-way contract, you're going to be on the G League team for sure. And you're going to have an opportunity to get moved up to the NBA big NBA squad. You know, you can go up and down, back and forth from G League to NBA, G League to NBA, or stay in the G League for the majority of the time. But there's a maximum number of games you can play in the NBA when you're on a two-way contract. And if you reach that plateau, I think it's like 40 games, then they'll have to convert you to a full-on contract. Or if you just play that great, you'll be converted to a full-on contract. So, that was the Atlanta Hawks. Nothing really noteworthy there. Let's go to the Boston Celtics, and they nailed it. You know, in the draft, they drafted Jordan Walsh. Solid, just a wing, long-ranging defensive player. But they draft, but on the undrafted free agent list, they picked up Vincent Valerio Bodon, one of the top guys that I was telling you about. Had him 46 on my big board, so this is a steal for the Celtics. Uh, you know, 6'10", Hungarian. Moves very well for his size. Basically can play like a small forward at 6'6", but he's 6'10". Most guys don't move that well. Good cutter, uh, great basketball IQ. His potential is out of this world, and he signed a summer league contract. So great, great hit right there for the Boston Celtics. The Brooklyn Nets have not signed anyone. Who knows if they will? I'm assuming they will, but just not yet. Um, So nothing for the Nets. The Hornets have signed Nathan Mensah. Angelo Allegri and Leaky Black from Carolina. So Leaky Black is on a two-way contract. And they also signed, well, no, next team. Next team is the Chicago Bulls, and they had a great signing. You know, they drafted Julian Phillips, traded into the draft, get Julian Phillips, and they signed Adam Sonogo to a two-way contract. That is a home run right there. I was hoping they would get a power forward in the draft. I thought they had a bad draft because they did not. Boom, Addison Nogo, the 6'9", big man from UConn, averaged 17 points and 8 boards per game. He has shot. He has touch. He does work in the paint. A lot of skill. He can be a real player in this game. I just want to see him get more blocks, but his skill and presence is there. So great signing by the Chicago Bulls. Next, the Cavaliers signed Craig Porter to a two-way, Wendell Green and Pete Nance. Nope, not much on them. <laughs> Next, the Dallas Mavericks. Pretty good signing with Mike Miles Jr. This could be their Jalen Brunson effort to get uh, a replacement here. He's on the two-way for Mike Miles, 6'1 point guard from TCU. Uh, he's a good point guard, good shooter, a bit undersized. You know, player teams don't like guys 6'1, and that's why he went undrafted. But I would like for him to distribute more, but he averaged 18 points per game, so he can do everything offensively. 
Uh, and the Mavericks, you know, playing with Luka, they might get him to be a Jalen Brunson replacement in a few years. A lot of people were high on him, had him going drafted. I did not, but the talent is there for Mike Miles. Next, the Nuggets signed Armand Franklin, the 6'4 guard from Virginia, to an Exhibit 10 contract. I like him. You know, 37% from three, great screener, roll, three-point shooter, quick release, good guard. Um, it would be great if he can play the point, but I think he's a tweener. But uh, he's aggressive in the paint. Uh, Armand Franklin is a good guard. Um, he can make a team out here. Just wait and see. And they also signed Andrew Funk to a summer league contract. Next, the Pistons signed Tosin Evuam to an Exhibit 10 contract, the 684 from Princeton. Uh, you know, he goes up weak at times. I figured he needed to get much stronger. He's very by the book player, not very natural player. Um, you know, he's 6'8", but he played very much below the rim. It was like he was allergic to dunking, and he faced poor competition. So I didn't think he would get drafted, and here he is on Detroit with the Exhibit 10 contract, so he's going to have to prove himself, which I figured that anyway. <laughs> Next, the Warriors signed Javon Johnson to a full one-year contract. That's big. I don't, and some of these player signings are not rookies. I don't think Javon Johnson is a rookie because I did not see him anywhere to get a one-year contract. He probably is from a previous draft. They also signed Gabe Kalsher, Yuri Collins, who I did scout, six-foot guard from St. Louis. He was really good. Short, but gets good elevation on his shot. Great handle. Moves great without the ball. Uh, his only issue is his height. And his competition in playing at St. Louis. Yuri Collins is a good player. Uh, so good risk right there for the Warriors. But he's still on the summer league contract. He's got to prove himself. And Adam Kunkel for the Warriors. Summer league contract. Next, the Rockets signed Matthew Mayer to a summer league contract. 6 from Baylor. Solid player. I really don't think it's much difference between him and my guy that the Heat uh, selected at 18. I see his face, but anyway, but <laughs> he could work out to be a player in the future for them if he develops. Next, the Pacers signed Darius McGee and Nate Lazuski to summer league contracts. The Clippers signed Xavier Castaneda to an Exhibit 10 contract. The Lakers are on the board. Everyone wants to know what the Lakers did. Well, they had some good signings, mainly signing Colin Castleton to a two-way contract. My 52nd ranked prospect, the 6'11 big man from Florida, average 16 and 8 with three blocks per game. He's a good mover in the paint, nice post moves, not just a dunker and putback player. He has a nice inside game, nice solid jump shot. He can even uh, shoot the three pretty decently. Uh, the blocks, the touch, the post moves can get him minutes in the NBA, and that would get him drafted. He should have been, but he went undrafted, so the Lakers got a guy that they can mold into a, a player here with Colin Castleton. They also signed Alex Fudge on an Exhibit 10, Demoy Hodge on a two-way. I like Demoy, uh, the 6'4 guard from Missouri, great shooter, top five in steals in all of college basketball. Very rare to be a great shooter and defender like this. It was not much tape I could find of him, but I figured he would be borderline draftable. And there he is with the Lakers on the two-way contract and Damian Ball on the Exhibit 10 contract. The Grizzlies have not signed anyone. They probably won't. <laughs> but the Miami Heat hit some home runs here with 
Justin Powell, my 58th ranked prospect, six his guard out of Washington State. Now I was really impressed by him. Shot 42% from three. And he has a nice handle and control of the ball. He's not just a spot-up shooter. Um, great size. He's very skilled. Perfect player for the modern game. Not just a shooter at all. Um, you know, he'll fit in for any team. He's been on multiple teams in college, but he he thrived at Washington State. Uh, and they also signed Park, Patrick Gardner, summer league contract, Taylor Funk uh, to a summer league contract. He was a fifth-year senior. At Utah, just solid. 13 points, five boards. Good shooter. Good spot of three-point shooter. That's Taylor Funk. Caleb Daniels, Drew Peterson, Trenton Massner, Chase Aldige. I like Chase Aldige, the 6'4 guard from Northwestern. Average 14 points. He's got a fancy name. He's a fancy player. So <laughs> he loves doing the fadeaway. Uh, good form on the shot. Good touch. Needs to work on getting all the way to the rim, getting a little stronger. Nice handle but also defensive player of the year in this conference. I figured he could be a 3 and D wing. I just wish he was a little taller and a little younger because he was a fifth-year senior. But Chase Aldiz deserved to be on a two-way contract, but even though he's getting a summer league contract, he's going to have to earn it. Um, I just realized Justin Powell got a summer league contract. He should have got a two-way. But anyway, it's weird that Miami has signed three, six, eight guys all on to a summer league uh, contract except for two. And some teams have zero, you know? It's just interesting the way that works sometimes. Other teams will catch up, I suppose. But um, they really got three guys there that were pretty good in that bunch. Next, Amari Moore. We're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks now. Milwaukee Bucks signed Amari Moore to a two-way contract. They hit that out of the park. Drew Timmy, Exhibit 10 contract. Hit that out of the park. And Jazzy and Gortman, two-way contract. Hit that out of the park. All guys very qualified for that. Omari Moore from San Jose State. San Jose State, my 42nd-ranked prospect. Averaged 17 points, five boards, five assists per game. Almost a steal in the block per game. People love Ben Shepard. Omari Moore was right there under Ben Shepard as far as talent. So when Ben Shepard rose up draft boards, I figured Omari would also. He did not. But I'm good, glad to see him on the Bucks with a two-way contract. That's a really good signing by the Bucks. Um, he's an explosive athlete, and he can shoot the ball well, 34% from three. Uh, you know, he was a senior, so they probably got him undrafted. But he has a great handle for a shooting guard, good shooter. He can get to the rack anytime he wants. Really, really good player in Amari Moore for the Bucks. Drew Timmy, big man from Gonzaga. Everyone knows him. He's been there forever, played with Chet. He's just going to be a solid role player. He'll fit with the Bucks And Jazzy and Gortman, the, he's from the Overtime Elite. You know, in Overtime Elite, all you hear about was the Thompson Twins. But when you look into the next group of players, Jazzy and Gortman was the one that stood out. Super handles, uh, makes defenders dance out there. His, his, <laughs> he's nice with it. And he's 6'2", but most of his highlights are him dunking on guys. I mean, he has hops. Uh, he can get wherever he wants on the court. You think he's 6'6 out there. He's 6'2", really good point guard. He can create his own shot, do whatever he wants. I figured he was definitely draftable. So the Milwaukee Bucks could have a steal right here with Jazzy and Gortman. They also signed Ben Baker the second on a summer league contract. So that's nostalgic. Um, the next Minnesota Timberwolves signed Brendan Adams. The Pelicans signed Lander Nolly. 
uh, to a, it doesn't even say what to, but uh, Landers Knowledge, 674 from Cincinnati, 41% from three. He's a fifth-year senior. You'll notice there's a theme here. Most seniors, fifth-year seniors, go undrafted, no matter how good they are. You know, he averaged 17 points and six boards per game undrafted. But he makes the game look easy, great size, great handle, good rebounder, can create his own shot. You just wish he was younger. That's really the only thing missing. If he did this in his freshman year, you'll be talking about a top 20 guy. So Landers Nolly, good signing by the Pelicans. Tevian Jones to the Pelicans and Liam Robbins to the Pelicans. Next, the Knicks signed Jacob Toppin. Jacob Toppin is a really talented player. If that name sounds familiar, that's because he is Obi Toppin's brother. 6'9", from Kentucky. Senior, 12.7 boards. First three years of his career, though, he did nothing. And then he just popped on his last year. Kentucky can play the perimeter or the paint, can bring up the ball up the court. I figured he was definitely draftable, but I guess guys were concerned about his uh, lack of production until his senior year. And uh, just the, the concern about his skill with that. But then he went to he went to the Knicks with his brother. So there's a family connection right there. They also signed Jalen Martin, both to two way contracts. So that's good for Jacob. Next, the Oklahoma Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder signed Caleb McConnell to a 10 exhibit 10 contract. Adam Flagler, really like Adam Flagler, six three point guard from Baylor, average 15 points per game, shot 40% from three. Excellent shooter. Looks smaller than he is on the court, though, so that was a negative. But he's a good college point guard. He could stick in the NBA if he puts it all together. He goes to Oklahoma City because they love point guards. <laughs> but they also signed Hunter Maladano to a summer league contract and Justice Suong from Ohio State to a summer league contract, 6'7", uh, forward. But he's a six-year player, not a fifth-year player, six-year player. Good driver to the rim, good passer. Similar to Marcus Bagley, we'll get to him in a minute. Next, Orlando Magic signed Dexter Dennis and Tiger Campbell to summer league contracts. Tiger Campbell, really good player. His only knock is he's 5'11 and a senior. <laughs> but 13 points per game, 34% from three. Nice handle, nice moves, very crafty player. If he was taller, I feel he would be drafted for sure. Very crafty uh, player right there in Tiger Campbell. So we'll see how that goes with the Magic. Next, the team of the offseason, the Philadelphia 76ers. They have signed four two-way contracts. And all of these guys, five total, all five of these guys are really good players. They signed like the almost the best five players undrafted. They killed it. Um, So Ricky Council to a two-way contract. Ricky Council, I had 47th on my board. 6'6 guard from Arkansas. Flashy, powerful dunker. Incredible in transition. When he's coming, move out of the way. Um, you know, but he's a great cutter to the rim. Anything basically with him going toward the rim, he's incredible. He needs to work on his shot, but solid overall player for Ricky Council. Azulas Tabellas. I could have saw he signed with the Lakers, but I guess he signed. I had him mocked to go to the Lakers in one in my draft, but he ended up going to the Sixers on a two-way. 6'11", big man from Arizona. Really good shooter. Great touch around the rim. You know, he averaged 20 points and nine boards per game. 
His only knock is he needs to get stronger to bang in the NBA, but he can drive by his man, has great touch. He's a really nice big for the NBA. To Quavion Smith, like I said earlier, my number one prospect that was undrafted at 34th on my big board point from NC State. Philadelphia didn't really need a point guard, but I guess this is uh, in case Harden leaves. They got some extra backup. I compared him to Jamal Crawford, like I said, streaky shooter. And that's good and bad because like when he's doing workouts and trainings and combines, if the shot's not there, teams are down on him. And that's probably why he went undrafted. But when he gets it going, look out. It's hard to keep up with. And he's the last player you want to see on the opposing team. They also signed Marcus Bagley, the 6'8 forward from Arizona State. Uh, athletic, good shooter, great size. Um, he was good as a freshman, but he just needed to continue to get better. And, of course, he's related to Marvin Bagley, but Marcus Bagley is on the Exhibit 10 contract, so he probably won't make the Sixers, but he'll have a chance somewhere else. And last but not least for the Sixers, Oscar Toshiboy from Kentucky, the 6'9 big man, National Player of the Year, post player, uh, great help shot blocker. Body-wise, he looks like Zion Williamson out there. <laughs> His offensive game is not there, but he did average almost 17 points and eight boards per game. Mainly a rebounder and hustle player. And considering he was a senior, I figured he wouldn't get drafted. He's an excellent college player, though, and he's very strong, hard to score against. He could be he could be something in the NBA. Oscar Tshibwe. Next, Phoenix Suns signed Trey Jemison to a summer league contract, Marcus Carr, and my guy, Grant Sherfield, my 36-ranked prospect, 6'2 point guard from Oklahoma, averaged 16 points per game. Previous years, averaged 19. You know, he's a great shooter, smart player, poised, high basketball IQ, uses his body to get wherever he wants, creates separation. Uh, his shooting is decent and good enough to, well, not even that. He shot 39% from three. There's no knock on Grant Sherfield unless, you know, you're saying 6'2 is a knock, but we've seen guys smaller than this and around his height do well. 6'2 should not be a reason why he went undrafted. I mean, like I said, he's 36 on my board. And uh, I think I had him going to Phoenix at one point or saying he would be a perfect player to learn from Chris Paul, who is not there now. But, you know, uh, he is going to Phoenix, and that might be the perfect spot because Chris Paul's not there now. You know, he might get some minutes on his team. Grant Sherfield is really good. Uh, he needs to get more assists, but that could have been the program in Oklahoma. I think I think he's a good player. Next, Hunter Hale also for uh, Phoenix. It's unfortunate Grant Sherfield is only getting a summer league contract. They're, all four of those were summer league contracts, but I think he'll land on his feet. Next. The Trailblazers signed Antoine Davis and Malachi Smith, both to exhibit 10 contracts, both really good players. Antoine Davis, his knock was he went to Detroit Mercy. Yeah, not just the University of Detroit, Detroit Mercy. Nobody's heard of that. He's a senior, but guess, look at this, y'all. He averaged 28 points per game, shot 41% from three. He's a pure scorer, lethal shooter. You know, he's undersized. His knock is he's six foot one. Went to a small school, school first point guard. So he definitely needs to be bigger, which you can't increase your height, but but he needs to play. He needed to play against better teams, better talent. Um, so I think he, I figured he would go the G League route because of that. 
But I'm telling you, when you see his film, it's incredible. He can shake and bake, dance on you, ridiculous score. He's the number two college score in all of all time. And he's the number one three-point shooter of all time in college. All-time three-point leader, number two scorer in college history, Antoine Davis. Ah, I wish he went to a better school. And, you know, he's 6'1". It's not like he's 5'9 or something. So Antoine Davis could hit. Malachi Smith, also, like I said, to Portland. 6'4 guard from Gonzaga, fifth-year senior. Shot 50% from three. Excellent shooter. His form is a little weird, but... Uh, it's clearly good because he shot 50%, 40%, and 38% the last three years. Um, showed he could be the lead guy, and he showed he also can play a smaller role to help a championship contending team. Malachi Smith, good player for Portland. Next, the Kings signed Justin Mutz, Dane Goodwin, and Jake Stevens, all to non-two-way contracts. The Spurs signed Serge Jabari Rice to a two-way contract. He's a fifth-year senior from Texas, six foot four. Excellent three-point shooter. Very skinny. That was his knock. But he's mostly a knockdown, spot-up shooter for now. But there was talk about him being almost draftable. I didn't see him as almost draftable, but he's on a two-way. That's pretty perfect for him. Spurs also signed Seth Milner, Logan Johnson, and Charles Bidiaco. Charles Bidiaco is a interesting fellow. Seven-foot, seven-footer from Alabama. Big man, all dunks. Same stats as a freshman as he was as a sophomore, so he should have gotten better, and he should have been able to play more minutes. He didn't play that minutes, but nothing but 21 minutes per game. So he still needs to gain weight, kind of slow, goes up weak. I've said he looked like a G League center. That appears to what he's going to be. He's on a training camp deal. Next, well, they also signed Eric Stevenson. Uh, but next, the Raptors signed Marquise Noel. Now, he's a fun, exciting player. You saw him in the tournament if you watched college basketball. He led K-State to a great season, but he's 5'8", 155 pounds. That was his knock, but he's still dominating in college with 17 points and 8 assists per game. Shot great from three. He won all the awards, all Big 12 team, all Big 12 defense at 5'8". He's a clutch player, creates space, nice floater can break you down. Everyone's high on Kaysen Wallace. He abused Kaysen Wallace when they played Kentucky, and he makes it very easy for his teammates to score. If he was taller, I mean, he could have been a lottery pick if he was taller, like 6'3", 6'4". Marquise Noel, really good player. He could get minutes on this Raptors team. You know, they have all these tall guys. They can afford a 5'8 guy in Toronto. They also signed Desmond Cambridge to a summer league contract. And that's great to see Marquise Noel is on a two-way, not just a summer league contract. Next, the Utah Jazz signed seven players. He he Clark, Joey Clark, Joey Hauser, Keyshawn Justice, Ed Croswell, Nick Ungenda, Tevion Kinsey, and Colby Ross. Colby Ross is a name that I remember. He came out in the draft around two years ago. He was a guy that should have probably been drafted in the 30s. He was not drafted. He went to play overseas for the last two years. And now he's on a summer league contract with the Jazz. Uh, He can make this team. Kobe Ross is nice. And he's two years removed from college. Hopefully he comes in even better. But all these guys are on summer league contracts except Joey Hauser. But I'm going to mention Nick Agenda. He was a senior, but he only played eight games. But he's six foot eleven from DePaul, two twelve point six boards, four and a half blocks. That's what you want right there. 
but it's only eight games, so it's a small sample size. But if he can play like that in the NBA or in the summer league, he runs the floor well, has a few post moves in there too. He's But he's mainly a rim runner, dunker, and blocker. But, you know, he looks like he is a G League center. He's a great help shot blocker. But I'm telling you, if you're four and a half blocks per game, that's Walker Kessler level. So, and what do you know? He's on the jazz. So <laughs> look out for Nick Onjenda. And last but not least, the Washington Wizards signed Osun Osuniyi, a center, to a summer league contract. So that is my episode on undrafted free agents, the best undrafted rookies. And I'll tell you, the Sixers killed it. The Celtics killed it. It was an interesting time. And if there's any more signings of note, I will let you know. But I figured this would be an informative and interesting episode. Hopefully you learned something from it. Now you see these 12 guys here. You heard about them. I'm going to say one more time. The best undrafted rookies were Sequoia Smith, Grant Sherfield, Azulis Tabellas, Amari Moore, Adama Sanogo, Vincent Valerio Bodon, Ricky Council, Will Richard, Colin Castleton, Nadir Hiffey, Marquise Noel, Justin Powell. So, you know, these guys, just because they're undrafted, that doesn't mean that's the last time you're going to hear about them. You know, one of the most famous undrafted players was Fred Van Vliet, and now he is going to sign a max contract coming up. It's multiple guys uh, about to – I don't know. I can't remember if Devontae Graham was undrafted, but it's been plenty of guys undrafted that have made a name for themselves in the league. One of these guys could be the next one, especially Terquavion Smith. He should have a great opportunity too. So thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, you know, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Y'all Rookie Podcast. And I'll be back in a couple of days talking about the Lakers with Sports Ethos Lakers. Until next time, I'm out of here.